Hey everyone, it's Michael. Welcome back to Elevate Retake. Today on this bonus episode, Kobe and I continue the conversation about money and giving in the church and talk about particularly the where and the why of tithe. So in the Seventh-day Adventist church, where does my tithe go? And then asking ourselves the question, why should I tithe to the Adventist church? So, okay, so back to tithing specifically. Yeah. Um, I guess where my my mentality gets to is like, I understand why it's good. I understand I don't want to be um, in love with money. I don't want to hoard it. You know, mm-hmm. I want to be generous with the things in my life that are blessings. Yeah. Um, and like you said, by giving more, you'll feel better. Um, you'll get blessings out of it. You'll touch other people's lives. And I mean, I'm pretty sure science has proven that when you give, you you just feel good. Mm-hmm. Whatever endorphins are being released, your, yeah. your body just feels good when you're yeah. helping somebody. And yeah, so yeah. I think God is um, it, in tithing, trying to get us to get those endorphins going and get mm-hmm. happy, you know, mm-hmm. and support others and love your fellow man. So I get that. Yeah. I understand it. I can rationalize with that. But then when it comes down to it, and I get into the church and I'm sitting there and I see um, some old guy walking down the the aisle with a big bowl of cash. And I don't know, uh, I, my, my mind goes like, I don't feel comfortable giving this guy my money because I don't know where it's going. Yeah. It, it, like, not that... I don't want to say that, and then, I mean, to that point, I know that I can't manage money better than God, mm-hmm. and ultimately that that 10% of my income never actually belonged to me. Mm-hmm. That was God's money right. um, when I earned it. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, technically, he earned it for me mm-hmm. by giving me, if we want to get down to it, I have two legs to walk in, you know, two arms that work. Yeah, he gives the ability to yeah. produce it. So, so it's God. That 10% is really just a redistribution back to God and not me giving. Mm-hmm. What uh, I guess it, for every person, they can think of it different ways. But for me, my struggle is when I'm sitting there and I see them walking down the aisle with the tithe bucket. Yeah. I just feel, I don't feel comfortable putting my money in and then never knowing what actually happens to it. Because, I mean, yeah, what, you never hear what your tithe money went to. Yeah. Yeah. And you're speaking from a distinctly Seventh-day Adventist perspective. Um, yeah. In our denomination, uh, tithe, there's a difference between tithe and offerings. Tithe goes to support the really kind of the, the global mission of the Seventh-day Adventist church and denomination. It kind of keeps things um, distributed because uh, in other denominations or expressions of faith communities, people will tithe and that all that money stays mm-hmm. right there in that church. Right. Um, but in Adventism, it's a little bit different and we don't have time to get into like the whole history. They had meetings about it to decide how it was going to go. And I think, I think the Seventh-day Adventist church has the best tithe system uh, and, and the Seventh-day Adventist Church also has the most cohesive denomination across the world. Like you can go anywhere in the world and aside from a language barrier, 
you'll find common practices within Seventh-day Adventist churches around the world. Of course, a little bit changed depending on the particular location, but you'll find very similarities, right? What I mean, what's the difference? I mean, how is the Adventist church doing that better than a different um, church so, organization? Uh, for instance, like if you look at the... Um, uh, Baptist uh, denomination and Methodists are largely more congregational. So there is kind of an overarching governing body, but a lot of the decisions about where money goes and beliefs are left up to the particular local church. So a local church gets to decide, we believe X things from the Bible, and mm-hmm. that's going to be our governing creed. The Seventh-day Adventist church as a whole and don't get me wrong, these other bodies have kind of overarching beliefs, but there's varied even more granularly in the local context. Within Seventh-day Adventism, uh, across the board around the world, there's a general accept- accepted statement of beliefs with some variants, but it ult- everything comes back to basically the same thing. And there's also a huge missional front that's cohesive. Um, and that then helps to... Uh, create a more um, or create more synonymous versions of local churches around the world, if that's making sense. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm talking in like, I don't have specifics. <laughs> I get that. Yeah. I went off on the whole tangent yeah. of lack of money. So, um, yeah. I, I, so what I'm understanding is the church, other than the Seventh-day Adventist church, these other organizations are taking the their tithe in mm-hmm. for that church specifically. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So for instance, in our context, there is a a large non-denominational church about 10 miles north of us. And they have several thousand members and like four to five services over a weekend and a booming kids ministry and state-of-the-art video walls and tech and streaming and this and that. And they do a, a food bank regularly, this, that, and the other thing. A hundred percent of the money that's given to that church stays to that church, mm-hmm. unless they, as a church, say, "Hey, part of our budget, we want to support X Y Z mission in X Y Z place." Mm-hmm. In the Seventh Avenue world, in the church that we're a part of, the King Seventh Avenue Church, Elevate Community Fellowship, whatever you want to call it, um, there is the ten percent of our tithe that was. So when you give tithe, you get ten percent of our income. That tithe goes straight to the. Um, trying to think how, how the words to use for it. Um, the conference, which we know within Seventh-day Adventism, but if you're outside of Seventh Adventism, like what's a conference? There's a, mm-hmm. the National Football Conference and the American Football Conference, like whatever. Um, it's the kind of more regional area that um, there's regional leadership of Texas, mm-hmm. right? So there's this body that employs local pastors and local churches. Mm-hmm. That's another thing that Seventh-day Adventism is different than um, other denominations is that um, in Baptist, Methodist, those type of things, those pastors are hired by that church. So they're hired and fired by the local church. I'm not hired or fired by the local church. I'm hired and fired by the regional uh, governorship of the church. Mm. Um, and in a lot of ways, that gives me a little bit more job security and I can push a little bit and know that my job's not fully on the line for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a pastor in a place where he's hired by the church, he makes a decision the church doesn't like. It's like, bye. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and yeah. I'm oversimplifying. You it's not just, always the case. You but. can just overreact and just keep your job. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. So in, in some ways, there are safeguards there. Uh, and so money goes to that to support pastors in the field. So you, Kobe, give 10% of your income to the Keene Seventh-day Adventist Church in tithe. N- not a penny of that stays here at the Keene Seventh-day Adventist Church. It goes directly to the Texas Conference. But how that money is returned to you is through um, a complement of a pastoral staff here at Keene. So part of your tithe pays my um, paycheck. Mm-hmm. And so that comes back to the church. Um, there's also other resources that are supplied to the church. Um, there's different um, uh, ways that the, the the regional governing body takes care of the local churches. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then after that, part of that, and I don't know all the numbers, we can go look them up later sometime. Part of that goes on to the bigger regional area that we call the union that's a, uh, that comprises multiple states. Mm-hmm. And those at that level are kind of ministry empowerment people. There's people that specialize in children's ministry and men's ministry and young youth, young adult, whatever. Um, and they're kind of real big picture thing. Mm-hmm. And then there's what we call the division, which is funny because we go from a union to a division, um, which is countries, literal countries that are together under one auspices. And then we have the what we call the general conference, so the, the, the world church. Mm-hmm. And your tithe trickles down to um, or trickles up to the general conference. Uh, and then all along the way, it's being returned back to this area in some way or fashion. Yeah. And then it trickles back down. Okay. That's like the, that's the oversimplification version of it. What, what are your, what are your reactions to that? I mean, I guess that opens the question of, um, I think I think that there's a couple different ways that you can go from there as far as learning or as far as for me at least I feel like there's a few different areas that I need clarification on or just okay. an understanding yeah. for um not all of them am I able to articulate right now yeah um but one in particular that kind of came to mind is um I don't know how to say it. Why? I mean, uh, this is going to sound very. Just go for it. <laughs> why do I have to give the Adventist church my 10%? Why can't I give it to another ministry that I feel is doing God's work, you know? Yeah. And I, I mean, yeah. What do you so have to say um, I guess Pastor Kapoff, um, that's a very good question. And I think a question that our generation is wrestling with, particularly because we may not see that the Adventist church is doing what we would want our money to do, mm-hmm. right? Like, why does my tithe have to go pay for blah, 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 whatever? Um, I think there's there's two responses that I have to that. Uh, if I am a, a member of a particular organization and I believe in that organization and that organization says, hey, this is the common practice of our people. I think in order to be a true member of that organization, I need to follow those common practices, right? Okay. Um, and I say that in kind of a, a general form because then the question is like, well, what if I don't agree with it? I still wanna be a part of it, but there's uh, spots that I don't, I don't agree with. Um, and then the question comes, can I divert and, and whatnot? Um, 
part of me says, God asked me to be faithful. Whether somebody else is unfaithful with that money, that's totally on them. Of course, I can't just give my money to some random person and expect them to be faithful with it, right? Mm -hmm. um, but if there's procedures and policies in place for faithfulness of that money, I've got to trust that it is. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it also comes back to personally, what is God asking you to do with your tithe? And I don't think often we just kind of blindly just, Meh. oh yeah, I'm part of something out of the church, so this is where I'm going to get my tithe. But to actually ask God, mm -hmm. like God, what do you, what do you want me to do? Um, because I can't in good conscience say, oh, you absolutely have to give tithe to the Seventh-day Adventist church or you're not truly giving tithe. Mm -hmm. Well, hold on. If that's the case, then every other Christian in the world needs to give tithe to the Seventh-day Adventist church in order to give tithe right. Mm -hmm. If giving tithe is only correct within the Seventh-day Adventist church, then there's billions of people that aren't tithing correctly. Yeah, I don't think that's true. Yeah. Um, but I, I am a firm believer that, and this is this, so this is Michael speaking. If I'm going to claim to be, and more than just being a pastor in the Seventh-day Adventist denomination, I am a member of the Seventh-day Adventist church, mm -hmm. right? And the, the way that I've studied the Bible and seen our church organization, I believe that I am following the will of God for me to return 10% of my tithe directly to the Seventh-day Adventist church. Mm -hmm. And through the schooling that I've gone to and my understanding of church structure, I know that that money is being put to good use in ways that I um, approve of. And, and, and in a lot of ways, my money goes further because of the structures, um, because it's able to, because of the diversity of our church, um, I'm able to affect mission work around the world because of my tithe you know, it's pennies going to here and there when you break out. Like if you took the tithe that I gave and did all the percentages of it and see where things say, whatever. Mm -hmm. But to me, I see how I want to support the work of the global church mm -hmm. and how that trickles up and trickles back down to our local context. So I guess in, in response to that, it, tithing is meaningless in the Adventist church if you don't agree with their mission. Can you say that again? Tithing, tithing is meaningless if you don't agree with their mission. If you don't understand what's going on at the top, and I mean, does it? Do you have to? I mean, I feel like this is getting very political, and really, this <laughs> is supposed to just be like you having the ability to trust God. Um, but for for somebody who, I mean. If you don't understand what the Adventist Church is doing and what their beliefs are and what they're about, then how are you going to just give them cash? Yeah, like that's uh, that's difficult. Right. So maybe self-reflection moment right here. Maybe I need to go and learn about what the Adventist Church is actually doing because all I've heard. I mean, I I come from a family of teachers and I hear the frustrations of teachers whose benefits are being lessened and it's like uh, that sounds terrible why are these leaders of the so-called adventist church hurting these people's yeah. family you know and so yeah. um i think it gets into at least for me like i if if it gets all the way up to the top but i don't know what's happening at the top 
how i mean is that the root of my discomfort or um do i even uh, part of me says like i don't even want to worry about that like i i honestly <laughs> don't have time to go and study what yeah the world churches <laughs> next fiscal year roadmap is looking like you know sure. like i'm yeah, i'm yeah, not yeah. getting into that and honestly i'm I'm not going to do that because I don't have time to do that. Um, but how not all of this has to go in, by the way. No, we'll, we'll edit it. And this yeah. will probably even turn into two episodes. So cool. Shane will come back and listen to it. I think, I think, I think there's a good point there that if you don't know what you're supporting, why are you going to support it? Yeah. And I'm not going to speak for anybody but myself, but I really don't know what the Adventist church is doing. I hear things like, um, I hear the politics, women's ordination. I hear, um, you know, vegetarianism. I hear um, drums in church. I hear all of that, but I don't hear about the support that, or what the money's doing, you know. I sure. all I hear about is these are these things that just seem like we're getting caught up, and it's not for me. Like I'm not a leader in the Adventist Church, but it it, it still creates this uncomfortable dynamic of like I don't know what to think about drums in church. I don't know what you know. I don't know what to think about all of that. I don't have time to go and study it because. I mean, it's inconsequential to you. Yeah. Yeah. And how am I going to go and feel comfortable giving money to people who um, are saying stuff that I don't understand? Mm -hmm. I think I think we're getting into the politics of this that honestly I'm uncomfortable with I don't want it to get into that but I think that is a part that it may be keeping a lot of people like myself mm-hmm. kind of that that edge when I when I drop my $20 bill in the um, tithe bucket I have this tinge of like I'm supporting the church that says women's ordination is wrong like I don't I don't know what to think about that because I don't have a stance because I'm not on that board who's I don't understand why they're saying it, it's wrong. I, I don't yeah. understand why people are saying it's right. I just want to be a part of really God's area, God's relation. I, I just want a relationship with God and yeah. to tell me that if I don't tithe, then I'm not following God's laws, God's rules. Yeah. I think that gets into uh, that. There's some discomfort there for me that mm-hmm. because I don't understand things, I'm getting this difficulty when I actually try and release my fingers from yeah, yeah, yeah. the $20 yeah. bill. Yeah. You know? Well, and I think, you know, speaking broadly, and I've, I've, I think I've told you this, and anybody listening, like if you don't understand something, go ask your pastor. Mm-hmm. Like go have this conversation with your pastor or whoever's in church leadership, right? Go find in the same way that, you know, people are looking at, um, I don't know, they invest in stocks, 
Mm -hmm. right and they go look at an organization do i do i believe in what this organization they go look at the 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 board of directors of that particular business and being mm -hmm. like oh wait i don't want to give my money to that because that person goes game hunting and this person believes in the nra and like whatever mm -hmm. i don't want to give my money to that and i think that um number one we as a local church need to do a better job of communicating where money goes mm -hmm. that's evident and number two, I think it's a two-way street that if you don't know where your money goes, ask. That, I mean, <laughs> that, that's <laughs> simple enough. Yeah, I think um, I think I I remember you saying something in a past conversation, and I think you may have already mentioned it in this one, but. Um, this kind of answers my own question, but mm -hmm. it's not for me to hold the leaders of the Adventist church accountable. Um, I, I'm, I mean, God is the one who holds them accountable. Yeah. I, I'm not in any position of leadership in, in the church, nor do I really want one at this point in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, and so for me to make the argument that I'm I'm not giving tithe because I don't agree or understand what these people are doing, uh, God does, and he's going to hold them accountable for mm -hmm. whatever they do. He's also That's going true. to bless them to know what to do with this money. I think it's just un been uncomfortable for me to kind of get past that and yeah. trust God. Um, Cause I mean, $20, 50 bucks, you know, that that's money that can do stuff for me in, yeah. at the point of life where I'm at. And um, I mean, we've already talked about like that, that 10% of my income is, it's never actually mine. It's mm -hmm. been God's from the start. Yeah, It's just, when it comes down to it, it's still a a exercise where it's a it's a um, something that I'm uncomfortable with. Yeah. And so, um, you had mentioned in a past conversation that it's um, it's an an exercise of faith mm -hmm. that just like prayer, just like that's mm -hmm. um, true. Just like eating healthy, just like exercise, just like um, devotion, just like um, faithful, being faithful to your spouse or to your family or whatever. It's a, an exercise of faith that the last time we had this conversation, that was the biggest thing for me that I had never thought of. Like, this is difficult for me now, but I've never given it a chance. Yeah. And maybe if I do, it'll get easier. Mm -hmm. um, I think I'm getting caught up in things that I don't need to get caught up in. Mm -hmm. And whether that's just me or some level of um, the devil having a hand in my, um, I'm overthinking things or I'm, yeah. I do have a streak of selfishness in my heart still or, um, this last month was really difficult and all that money and that bonus that I just received, I'm going to go buy a blender. I don't know what I'm buying. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get a bonus, <laughs> but, yeah. um, 
Yeah, I, I think, I think there, I think that is a good stepping stone or that's a good starting place is like, I'm uncomfortable with it. I don't do it, but I've never tried it mm. and I never really tried understanding it before. Yeah. Um, I don't make enough money to really put in uh an amount that would hurt seeing it go and even if i did i'd i still have the other 90 percent in my bank account you know yeah yeah. but like the most i'm going to be putting in there is in the tithe bucket it's it's not going to be something that um while it can do stuff for me in my life it's only 10 percent of my paycheck yeah um the whole politics side Thanks so much for listening to this bonus episode of Elevate Retake. If you liked what you've heard and want to hear more, check out the rest of this bonus series. More episodes to come, of course, and maybe you've got a topic that you'd like us to discuss, a a question to go deeper into, or maybe you'd like to be on the show. If that's any of those are you, go ahead and DM us on our social media or send us a voice message. Links to those are in the description.